Welcome to the Inside Electronics Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This podcast brings you the latest in technology, trends, and issues for the embedded electronics engineering community with your host, Alex Paul. Hi, I'm Alex Paul, and today I wanted to talk about uh, the Consumer Electronics Show, which just recently finished uh, in Las Vegas this January. Over the years, CES has been the place to go every year to see the latest in products and solutions and technologies. And some years are more interesting than others. I mean, there were times I remember going in the 80s when it was just uh, VCRs and record players, but then digital music came along and digital data and video gaming and the electronics industry exploded in a thousand directions. And CES reflected that. Today, CES is a huge show. And uh, the last one um, had over 4,300 exhibitors, including over 1,400 startups in the event's Eureka Park. In all, it was a great show. Now, highlights at the event included quite a few things because, of course, CES not only addresses the uh, latest technologies, but how they're being applied in products and solutions. So one of the big things obviously was artificial intelligence as the exhibitors highlighted the potential of AI and various uh, technologies that were leveraging AI almost to the point where uh, it became a buzzword at the show except for the fact that there were some real products and real solutions out there on display. An interesting initiative that was also at the event was the Human Security for All global campaign, which focused on the critical role technology plays to improve every aspect of the human experience. For example, Force for Good released a report at the CES Research Summit on tech's influence on human securities, along with the uh, CTA's Tech Trends to Watch report, which showed how universal connectivity and leveraging AI will improve the world in the solutions that it enables us to manifest. The interesting thing about uh, consumer electronics is that it's no longer um, restricted to just personal devices and things like TVs and all. Advanced electronics is in every facet, especially when it comes to the global auto mobility and transportation marketplace. So, in fact, there were over 600 mobility exhibitors that were showcasing things about autonomous vehicles, electric vehicles, micromobility, software-defying vehicles, and even flying cars. It's really an interesting time to be in the automotive industry, and it was all reflected at CES. It wasn't all just product. CES also showed commitment to sustainable solutions with various technologies and services to reduce emissions and waste. In digital health, there were tools and technologies for improving health quality and saving lives and innovations that included digital therapeutics and mental wellness and sleep technology, uh, women's health and telemedicine. There's a lot going on in the space. In fact, when you think about it, there are new technologies that will improve the lives and advance people's opportunity to participate in the world. Even in something as mundane as gaming, they're making new technologies and controllers that will make it accessible to more people who may not have the um, skill set or the functionality set to participate the way most people do today. When it comes to the health space, everything from AI-driven speech technology to better eye testing cameras, 
or using that AI speech for natural voice for people with disordered speech. All of these various technologies are giving us tools to address issues within society, and not just for pleasure, but also for health and for a societal benefit. Um, although gaming itself, when you think about it, has gone a lot farther from consoles and PCs. Now gaming is almost a social platform with advancements in captioning technologies and hearables that really are allowing more people to participate. But it's not just all fun and games. The, there was also an innovation policy summit that brought together over 160 international, federal, state, and local innovators and policymakers to discuss the nature and the future of pressing tech policy issues such as privacy health innovation, trade policy, competition, artificial intelligence, and self-driving vehicles. We had quite a few people at the event. There were editors from Electronic Design, Microwaves and RF, and other uh, titles in the Endeavor uh, Media Group. And we had several, for example, uh, Kay Nadler from Vehicle Service Pros, Paul Rothman of Security Info Watch, uh, David Maliniak from Microwaves and RF, and William Wong from Electronic Design were there, and they also uh, participated in a roundtable conversation, which is available on the site, links in the description, uh, about what they saw there and their impressions. They had a really nice discussion talking about what they saw and uh, leveraging one another's viewpoints. In other content, um, Cabe Atwell did a piece on robots and how robot revolution is taking over CES 24, and it covers some of the technical advances, some of the platforms, and the transformative shift in how we're interacting with machines. When you think about where we are with robots, it can range from something simple and sleek, more of an interactive device for personal use, all the way up to robust uh, industrial and agricultural machines. So they've gone far beyond just simply a machine that has an effector to a full-blown, articulated, independent, functional device that can provide solutions for a variety of applications. In a paper about e-paper, William Wong um, points out that e-paper is not just for e-readers anymore because uh, e-ink technology is very power efficient and one of the few display technologies that are bi-stable. In other words, it can retain a static display even after the power is removed. An e-paper display only uses power when the image is changing and is static at all other times, which is excellent for both a robust display and an energy efficient one. At the show, e-ink showcased e-paper implement implementations from a variety of third parties, including uh, guitar and smartphones that change color, you know, giving it more than just a functional aspect in text, but also a decorative aspect and enabling people to change colors of their devices and change uh, based on their mood in real time or maybe for alerts or other ways to use this um, color changing technology. Will also addressed the power revolution being fomented by wide band gap semiconductors. That's something we've touched on in the past about how wide band gap semiconductors like uh, silicon carbide and gallium nitride are fomenting a power revolution and that's also being manifested at CES. For example, there, Navitas Semiconductor is using single system in package approach to address some of the issues that come into play when GAN transistors are not properly uh, set up, not properly deployed, 
uh, improper use of GAN transistors can result in breakdowns, which Navitas addresses with that system and package approach, which adds controlling electronics for the GAN transistor to provide protection from electrostatic discharge while increasing power density. I have a gallery there myself for the uh, event called a collection of eye-opening advances from CES 2024, which has interesting items from chat GPT and passenger vehicles to generative AI and software development. In the case of the chat GPT and passenger vehicles, Volkswagen showcased the first vehicles with AI-based chat GPT integrated into its IDA voice assistant to let customers have a seamless access to the AI database in all of their equipped models. It can even act kind of as a guide and a co-driver, providing research content that it reads out to the driver and passengers while the vehicle is underway. I'm very curious myself to see how that whole aspect of incorporating intelligent systems into our vehicles, our products for life. I mean, your refrigerator could talk to you. Once we start talking about having interactive AI in our products, the potentials become quite large. And the aspect of uh, vehicles, Kayla Nodler of uh, Vehicle Service Pros also addressed vehicles in uh, her report, CES 2024 EV Intel, where uh, she talks about how Steve Greenfield from Automotive Ventures shared updates on the electric vehicle market at CES. Greenfield touched on a variety of topics, um, for example, you know, reminding people of how important the battery is to the vehicle and that it currently is up to 40% of the total cost of an EV, depending on the make and model. He also talked about how the industry is moving towards semi-solid and solid-state batteries, um, as lithium, current lithium technology is almost more of a placeholder because the advances are going slowly but inexorably towards better energy storage systems, better lithium-ion batteries, and better batteries using other chemistries like sodium or sulfur. We expect to see over 130 new EV models launched over the next two to three years in the United States alone. Now, when you think about networking, smart buildings, smart facilities, Internet of Things, there have been attempts to create lingua franca protocols, things that allow the vehicles and devices and products to interact with each other in a seamless fashion. Matter was one of the protocols that was released for the household Internet of Things, and there is now a access control standard that CSA is developing, which was touched on by Paul Rothman, the editor-in-chief of Security Business Magazine. The access control standard CSA is developing is called Aliro, and his article talks about how the CSA's access control standard Aliro was unveiled at CES. The piece talks about, well, it's a podcast. You should definitely take a listen. He talks about the technology and what it means for connectivity technology in the future and how it will empower people to have a more ubiquitous, seamless environment where access control providers and mobile device manufacturers can work together, um, which would also, of course, foment new innovation and new development. So all in all, CES was a very, very interesting show. It always is, but since we're currently in a period of disruptive change, it is very interesting to see all of the technologies that have been unveiled there. So please don't forget to check out the page for all of our CES coverage, which is also in the description. And uh, 
take a look at some of the more interesting pieces and articles and podcasts and videos that we have for you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside Electronics, the podcast on the embedded engineering community. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any episodes. Check out the next episode in two weeks, where our host Alex Paul will bring you the latest news, trends, and personalities from the electronic design community. 